All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dragon's Ten. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm Belle, and today's episode is going to be one of my favorites. We are doing Halloween movies. Spooky. Yeah, so we've each compiled our top ten list of Halloween movies. This isn't necessarily just, like, Halloween movies, but, like, horror movies or just other movies we watch around this time of year. Yeah, also, full disclosure... Uh, if you are unhappy with my rankings, which I feel like some people might be, but hopefully you like them. Uh, I did mine just purely based on gut reaction and other things. So, yeah, it's not necessarily I think this movie is better quality than the other. You know, I did put thought into mine. Just FYI. Yeah. So if you're mad with I, mine, I'm, I will have a discussion with you. I'm not as I big think. on horror slash Halloween genre. I'm more of a comedy dude. So, like, mine's going to be a April little different. Fool's episode. Oh, we should. That would be great. With just comedy stuff. Anyway, uh, let's get into it. Yeah, I'll let you start with your number 10. My number 10, um, Halloween Town. I watched this one last year for the first time. It is a classic amongst Disney fans, <laughs> I yeah. suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really cute. It definitely, you could definitely tell it was like during like the VHS era. I don't know if that's true, but it gave me like VHS it came out era. In 1998. Okay, yeah, so VHS era vibes. Um, but yeah, kids who are witches and warlocks and get to go to this mystical town where their grandmother lives and uh, help save the day there. Um, Yeah. My number 10, coincidentally, is also Halloween time. This this was not planned. Yeah, not planned at all. (laughs) We don't look at each other's lists coming into this. So, like, Um, that's coincidence. Yeah. This one I did watch a lot as a child, and I absolutely loved it. Although I did like the second one more. Mm-hmm. Calabar's Revenge. Ooh. Because uh, there was a lot of baddie, frogs. He was a baddie, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, that one was the staple of my childhood, and I really liked it. Um, so that's my number 10. So back to you for your number nine. My number nine. Um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> um, it's a funky movie if, if you haven't seen it. I think most people um, haven't, so. It also has a great song about it. Uh, I don't know how many people are familiar, but there's a uh, kind of more goofy children's style Halloween song uh, entitled Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Um, We might link it somewhere for you guys to listen to because it's pretty great. Um, But yeah, I watched this. We borrowed it from the library and I watched it with my family and it was pretty goofy. Uh, All you really need to know is that these tomatoes with no mouths, just normal tomatoes that are, I forgot how it happened, but they become can well, they get a taste for human flesh <laughs> and they're big and they just go around eating people. You never see them actually devour the person. It's all happens kind of off screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, again, they don't have mouths, which I like as a child, I always thought that they would have mouths and that's how they're eating people. But they were just like big old tomatoes and um, they get beaten with music. That's all I'm going to say about that. Um, music is the key to everything. But yeah, go check it out. It's pretty funky. And also, listen to the song. It'll be linked on our Instagram or something. I don't know. I'm going to put it for you guys to listen to, for sure. Um, your number nine? Yeah, my number nine came out in 1987. I once again included dates for all of my movies, just because that's just something I need to do, um, is Monster Squad. Um, oh. Basically, I think I've seen that. That's the one where they, they like the kids team yeah, up. Yeah, a bunch of kids yeah. team up to fight classic monsters. And it is hilarious. I wish I had remembered that one. That is a good one. Yeah. Lego did a, uh, a series kind of based on that. Did they? Yeah. Um, I was a big Lego fan as a mm-hmm. child. 
I forgot what it was called, but yeah, they did like something similar to it. And I remember it was out. That Lego stuff was out around the same time that I watched that movie. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is so cool. Anyway, sorry, side note, but you can continue now. <laughs> yeah, um, I really liked it. It has a lot of really funny, quotable moments. Like, I, cu- I kicked Wolfman in the nards. Um, nards. I also had a huge crush on Rudy when I was a kid. He's kind of like a, he's kind of like that bad boy outcast kind of guy. Leather jacket or no? Yeah, he has a leather jacket. Okay. And, he, like, there's the scene where he lights a cigarette from his tire from his, from his uh, bike, and I just thought that was How so How old was cool. he at the time? I, he looks like 15. <laughs> and he's smoking? We don't condone like, smoking here at the, the Dragon's 80s. Ten. This is the or um, 80s or 90s. I already forgot. The 80s, yeah. It's the we 80s. don't condone smoking, vaping, anything like that, drug use. Don't do it. Be smart. You know? <laughs> we, yeah. Anyway, that's, that's, I just thought that scene was cool when I was a kid. But, yeah, that's my number nine. Uh, okay, so my number eight, is that what we're on? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Dark Shadows, a Johnny Depp film. Um, oh, okay. Johnny Depp is a vampire. Yeah. He has been buried for millennia, decades, a really long it's time. It's not millennia. Decades. Yeah. It's a really long time. It it's takes centuries. centuries. Yeah. It takes place, I think, somewhere around the 80s. 70s. 70s. Or 70s or 60s. Okay. Sorry. Somewhere totally, around then. I'm totally stealing this from you. I'm sorry. It's all right. Somewhere around then. And he comes back and he lives with... I, it might be even his family or just a family in I this mansion that he used to own. Um, it's got some good lines. It's pretty funny. Uh, he has a enemy that's also a vampire, I think, like some mm-hmm. blonde yeah. lady. Played by Eva Green, who's an amazing actress. Also um, had a crush on her as a kid. Alice Cooper's in it. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. He, goes, he tells the kids to go watch the weird Alice lady, mm-hmm. which is a quote that stays in my mind there's also a quote about uh they they asked johnny depp are you stoned and he goes they tried it didn't work uh which i think is hilarious I but yeah watch that movie that one was pretty good i think people forget about it i yeah. think it might have been something that i watched during the blockbuster era mm. um i don't know if i, I got it from blockbuster. blockbuster was still around when it came out was it not then it was like around the when pay-per-view was big yeah. we rented it somehow mm-hmm. i don't think it was just on cable um, but yeah, also shout out Blockbuster for those who remember it. R.I.P. Um, my number eight is a, it's a little niche, um, but it's Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Ooh. Yeah, it came out in 1948, um, and it's basically these two comedy uh, these two comedy legends, uh, Abbott and Costello. And they're who's on first? Yeah, they also right? do okay. that. Okay. Um, they do a special where they meet Frankenstein. Um, it also has Bela Lugosi, who's the original Dracula in it. Um, and this is this, he's only ever played Dracula twice, once in Actually Dracula, and this is the only other time he's reprised right, the role. Actually Dracula, was that the title, or are you just saying Actually, comma, actually Dracula? Actually, Dracula. Okay. Um, just no, the original Dracula movie was not called Actually Dracula. That would be so cool, though. <laughs> we should make a movie called Actually Dracula. There probably is one. Well, um, if there isn't one, we're making it. Anyway. Um, um, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, definitely one of my favorites. It's just a lot of really funny physical humor and just like a lot of like quick wit. And it's, I just think it's really funny and I think it's a movie everyone should watch. I have not heard of it, but I will definitely check it out. I will say that the newest movie on my list is from 1999. So I do have, you some went way movies. back. Yeah. I am. Um, I am a huge fan of I black a, and white films. I have so. a blend of different things. Um, Okay. Uh, what are we on? Seven? Yeah. My number seven, Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Uh, it kind of runs the line of Christmas mm-hmm. and Halloween. Um, I've heard people describe it as more of a November movie because November falls between October and December. For those of you who might not have realized <laughs> that, uh, unless, you know, since it walks that line. Um, it's a classic. Yeah. Jack Skellington, Santa Claus, Sally, Sally Oogie, Boogie. Oogie Boogie, the mayor, who I forgot his name. <laughs> no, he's just the mayor. It's got good songs. Mm-hmm. You know, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Disney, please don't come after us for that. Yeah. Um, Tim Burton, all around mm-hmm. good movie. Um, I'm putting it down as Halloween for now because I feel like there's a lot of Halloween characters in it, yeah. but some may argue it is a Christmas film. I consider it both. It really kind of depends. It could really just be that November movie, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I watch it all year round. Yeah. Like, I, it's just a good movie. It is a good movie. Um, my number seven is another black and white. Um, came out in 1954, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Ooh, we've watched this. We have watched this, and you spent the whole time making fun of okay. it. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I had some, some, in my mind, witty comments, but it was a good movie overall. I just, you know, it is one of it's those, old and I felt like making fun of it yeah, at the time. I mean, that's valid. It's just one of my favorite movies. It's one of those classic universal monster movies. Um, mm. A group of scientists go down to the Amazon, like looking for like this lost fossil and they they meet it. But it's living and it's Ooh. a creature. <laughs> uh, I really like it because it also has some environmental, like it has some good environmental messages. Unfortunately, though, this it came out at the end of the Universal movie monster, like, hype. So, like, they made, like, a bunch of movies about Dracula and Frankenstein, but there's only, like, two or three Creature of the Black Lagoon movies because this one came out just a little too late, unfortunately. That's unfortunate. Um, But, yeah, no, I mean, other than me making fun of it because, you know, (laughs) like, the special effects were funny to me, uh, good movie. Um, Number six. Yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Oh, I love that movie. Um... Hello, Clarice. It puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again. But, you know, like I had mentioned that Sam Elliott had a good narration voice. Anthony Hopkins, also great narration he just, voice. He blew that role away. Like, he, he did He did a good job. It was very creepy. Um, but also, like, very he, he was still very sophisticated. I know. And that's very unique. I think a lot of movies try to do, like, a sophisticated killer. Yeah. But I think Silence of the Lambs set the precedent for it. And perfected it. I mean, you know, we never really saw him eat a person, but he got... I mean, he kind of ate that guy's face. Yeah, he got pretty gory. And I mean, I I haven't seen the sequel because I want to read the book first. But I I imagine there's probably... There is. So there's there's a... Have you seen the prequel? The prequel's called Red Dragon. I highly recommend it. It's very good. Um, The prequel's called Red Dragon. He's also in that. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, they did make a sequel, which is just Hannibal or Hannibal Rising. I can't remember. Mm. Um, but I want to. Didn't read the they have first. a show called Hannibal? They did on NBC I or something. The first season was that any good? Uh, it was. I thought okay. it was pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, Hannibal Lecter is in Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. If you didn't know, that's where he comes from. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cool. My what number six is The Exorcist. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Um. I feel like that's just a classic. Uh. Very creepy for the time i will say another one where the special effects are kind of funny yeah nowadays. like the pea soup as vomit yeah. and the turning of the head um yeah i like i mean by today's standards it's not really scary but like if you look at it through like it came out in the 70s like yeah. it's, it's pretty scary for a 70s Pazuzu movie is like yeah, Pazuzu, the dude yeah i find um, that a, yeah, a hilarious yeah, name funny. um but i 
I really enjoyed that movie, and I do watch that actually quite quite often, just because I, just the acting in it is, I think, very it's good. It's superb. Yeah. Okay. 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 Superb. Superb. Yuck. Um. <laughs> okay. We're in the top five now. Ooh. Um. So this is like the top half. Yeah. You know. That's how fractions work. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where things start to heat up. I think. It gets more um, serious. As I say that, I'm going to tell you that my number five is Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> um, it's a cute, family-friendly movie. Mm-hmm. I do not think there needed to be four of them. Um, I think that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Universal, whoever made it, why did you keep going? Money. You could have stopped maybe after two. But that's just my professional opinion. Mm-hmm. Or I guess my unprofessional opinion. I'm not like a movie critic. Um, maybe you are. Maybe I am. Yeah. But you know, Adam Sandler, uh, Selena Gomez, Selena Gomez, Andy <laughs> Samberg. Uh, I'm a big Andy Samberg and Selena Gomez fan. Uh, so like, you know, cool. There were some other big names. Wasn't uh, 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 that one uh, guy? Uh, <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Kevin James. Yeah, I and knew it was Kevin something. Uh, CeeLo was in the first one, but then he got replaced. Um, mm-hmm. Fran Drescher. Um, David Spade. We love David Spade. Oh, I love David Spade. David Spade was the Invisible Man in that. But yeah, no, all around family friendly, sweet message. Um, I remember it coming out. I guess around middle school. Does that seem about right? I definitely watched yeah. it while I was still relatively young. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have dates on all my movies. I just do it based on when <laughs> I remember it coming out. So yeah, that's my number five. Okay, my number five is another black and white film. Um, uh, House on Haunted Hill, 1959. Uh, it has my absolute favorite actor in it, Vincent Price. Wonderful actor. If you haven't seen a movie with him, watch a movie with him. He does the voice, the spoken voice for Thriller, the Michael Jackson song. Um, the spoken part is him. Uh, so you've probably heard his voice if you've been alive and listen to music at yeah. all. Like, I feel like everyone's Thriller is a thriller. classic song. Yeah. Especially around this time of year. Yeah. Um, but House on Haunted Hill, it's a classic millionaire invites a bunch of people to a haunted house and he'll pay them $10,000 each if they can stay the night and things begin to go wrong. Is there murder? I will not disclose, but okay. there might be. There is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. People are fascinated by murder. That's a whole separate thing. Um, I mean, yeah. 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 Number four, um, A Quiet Place. I haven't seen this one yet. Okay. I haven't, I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one. Mm-hmm. I really like the first one. Um, definitely better than Bird Box. They kind of came out, I feel like, unless I'm, so, this is my revisionist so memory, they came out within the same kind of If I'm remembering time. correctly, A Quiet Place came out first. Yes. But that's how I remember a bird it. box bird box. The book had come out previously right. before a quiet. Place. Um, but both, of course, mess with your senses. A quiet place is quiet. Um, you know, they can't make noise because then they get attacked by monsters. I heard that there were like it did um, poorly in theaters because no one wants to go to a movie where it's just totally silent. You just hear everyone else. eating. I I, well, see, I didn't see it in theaters. I watched it in my 12th grade. British and American Gothic literature class. What? Yeah. When we were talking about suspense, I think. 
Why um, out of all the movies? I could think of so many better. Okay, anyway. Well, because it's the whole concept of like something being scarier when you don't know what it is because you I don't see the monsters throughout. Anyway, we watched it in that <laughs> class. I really liked it. Um, it was, I think, pretty well done. Uh, mm. The whole idea of, you know, taking away like a sense, yeah. I think is really cool. Um, John Krasinski, Emily Blunt, some other people that I don't know the names of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think it was really well done. Um, and yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. My number four is one that Justin's already mentioned: Silence of the Lambs. Mm. I do, I do really much. I do really much. Really? I do very much love this movie. Um, it is one that I have seen a bunch of times. Um, just Anthony Hopkins in that movie is just like he's Fantastic. just great. Like he's very believable and he's very creepy. Yeah. But he's also like not like likable, but like you kind of sympathize for him like in a yeah. way like you're like he can't possibly be this horrible cam- you know, cannibal because he seems pretty nice yeah it? and then all of a sudden you turn around and he's killed two guards and like their entrails are spilling out of their guts and entrails like, is a good word it is um but i i love the duality of that character and yeah. also um jodie foster as clarice starling um just a, just a great cast great execution um, um definitely one that execution i recommend is like a double thing <laughs> um also just side note for those of you who might not know who anthony hopkins is if you've watched anything marvel mm-hmm. related he played odin yeah for our younger audience who might not our know who he is audience. i don't know what our audience is right now That's i mean fair. i'm hoping a variety of people listen sure you know all right are we entering the top three now we are all right top three um Ooh. here we go Spooky. spooky. I say that as my next movie is not a sp- particularly <laughs> spooky. Mom and Dad, the Nick Cage film. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're familiar is or have seen this. Is that the one with Jennifer this? Lawrence? I don't think Jennifer Lawrence is in it. Oh no, she she's in a movie called Mother. I think that's. Yeah, I'm talking about Mom and Dad, the Nick Cage movie. Um, for those of you who probably don't know, uh, I mean, assuming, I mean, actually, most of you probably don't know this because you know, we're only in our like or infancy as a podcast. I love Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if he's a good actor or a bad actor. I don't know. He's, he's just, he is an actor. He's an actor and he's captivating to watch. Yeah. Um, I feel like he could have done a little bit more yelling in this movie. <laughs> I love it when Nick Cage has a, like a freak out or uh, yelling, but um, essentially the plot is a psychosis takes over all the parents in the world and makes them want to murder their children. Mm. And then the children have to survive. Um, Nick Cage, of course, plays the dad. There's another lady that plays the mom, but I can't remember her name. Um, also, my favorite part of this movie, uh, and to note, this is before the psychosis takes hold. Uh, Nick Cage is going through a midlife crisis and builds a billiard table in his basement. His really dark, dingy, unfinished basement. Builds a billiard table down there. And then his wife goes... You gonna tell me about the billiard table that you're building down there? And Nick Cage freaks out, uh, and then he, he takes a sledgehammer to the billiard table mm. and destroys it while singing the Hokey Pokey with expletives. <laughs> it is fantastic. It is probably the best part of that movie. I highly recommend you see it. Mom and Dad with Nick Cage. I mean, any movie with Nick Cage is sure to sure to be. There's great. been some that have let me down. Um, yeah, but his performance. But his performance is usually pretty good. Sometimes, eh, depends. 
but mom and dad. Well, there, there's anyway. We'll talk about it later. There's one movie we'll, in particular that I wasn't. We'll do I a Nick Cage yeah. episode. Anyway, um, my number three. Uh, yeah, we're on number three. Um, my number three is the classic original Dracula that I mentioned earlier. Actually, Dracula. <laughs> um, actually, Dracula without the actually. Yeah. Um, came out in 1931. Um, this is one of the very, very first uh, Universal horror movie uh, monster movies, um, which is why it was so big and why they made so many other ones. Um, Bela Lugosi. Uh, Dwight Fry is an absolutely amazing actor. He plays Renfield. Um, so I just, like, his performance in that, like, I've watched a lot of movies just because they had Dwight Fry because he's just a very captivating um, actor. Like, he very much gets into his role. Yeah. And he plays a crazy person, basically, <laughs> in Dracula. And he does it very, very well to the point where I'm like, was this guy actually crazy? Probably a little bit. Uh, Dwight Fry, does he like French fries? I hope so. I'm just curious. Yeah. I really fried hope, fish. With all of my heart, I hope he loves fried food or loved. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Fried Oreos were they around? I don't think time? they were. I don't mm. think they were around. Okay. Maybe I don't know. When were when were Oreos invented? Oreos are fun fact. Fun fact time with Justin here. <laughs> Oreos are a knockoff of a another cookie called Hydrox. Uh, I don't know that Hydrox are really around anymore, but they I've were f- came first, and then Oreos came in and kind of took over the market. So, fun fact. It's possible that Dwight Fry had a fried Oreo because Oreos were invented in 1912. Ooh, they old. Yeah, I didn't realize they were around that long. That's interesting. Anyway, fun facts here at the Dragon's Den. Yeah. Are we moving on to number two? I think we are. Okay, number two showed up on our 80s movies list, on your list, not mine, uh, but now it's on my list, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, another one with a really great song to go with mm-hmm. it. Bop. Absolute <laughs> bop. Um, good talent in it. Yeah. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. The other two dudes that I can't think of their yeah. names. Slimers in the mix. Stay Puff Marshmallow, Marshmallow Man. Man. Jinx. Statue of Liberty, you know. I'm pretty sure Statue of Liberty was in the second one. We thought, haven't double-checked okay, this. Okay, we have to double-check this. But I swear that they used the Statue of Liberty to fight the Stay Puft Marshmallow. I thought they just exploded it with their ray guns. Then what did they use the Statue of Liberty for? I thought that in was the in the one? second one, and the, like, the goo takes over the Statue of Liberty, and the Statue of Liberty becomes evil. I don't know. By the third episode, we will have answers. Or but yeah. But wherever episode comes out after yeah. this. Again, we're not sure the release order yeah. as of this second. Um but yeah. I promise you. I promise you you will have your answers. Also, just keep an eye out for it on the Instagram, maybe. Yeah. Uh if you're not already following us, follow us at yeah. the Dragons Ten on Instagram. Why aren't also, you following us? Follow Radio Free George. Yeah. Um, quick plug. Yeah. <laughs> quick plug for both of them. Yeah. Follow us. We'd really appreciate it. All right, your number two? Uh, yes, my number two. Um, another movie you've already mentioned, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Um, this is one I've always loved. I love the music. The music's great. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack Skellington. So I was always very disappointed in Sally's character. I always thought she was really flat as a character. She was presented in three dimensions, though, yes? Yes. Okay. Sorry, I just felt like that was an interesting <laughs> joke to make. Um you know, it's like 
character arc and growth, you're talking flat. Yeah. Like, personality-wise, like I always thought she was very flat because it's always just like, I'll just help Jack. Yeah. And then, like... And she's got that... She's working with that creep in the wheelchair. I hate... Okay, I hate the doctor. I don't know what his name is. Um, I just think of him as the creep in the wheelchair. I think it's like Needleheim or something. Needleheim. I don't know. But I've always hated the doctor. He's always creeped me out. Mostly because I'm pretty sure he created Sally as a mate. Yes. So that just always freaked me out. Um, happy he got yeah. someone more like him at the end. Um, and so that way Sally isn't forced into anything. But yeah. um, I always hated his character just be- for that reason. Um, but besides that, I love the movie. Oogie Boogie was amazing. I love Lock, Shock, and Barrel. Um, yeah. just I think it's a great movie. Yeah, and this is Halloween. This um, is Halloween. Again, Disney, please don't come after us. Mm. Not that I think that you're listening, but maybe you're maybe you are. Yeah. You know, the mouse does have some big ears. And if you are, I mean, what if you sponsored our show? Yeah, sponsor us, give us a shout out. Yeah. We're shouting you out. Yeah. We're it doing be a symbiotic we're doing you relationship. A <laughs> um, but yeah, all right. I think we're right. into the number ones. Number one. All right, my number one controversial take. Oh, but gosh. holds a special place in my heart. Oh, gosh. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire <laughs> Hunter. I love this movie. Okay. It is a great movie. Uh, let me give you a little bit of background on this for those of <laughs> you who are unfamiliar with the film. There is a book that a man <laughs> has written, and he wrote it, and he was like, Abraham Lincoln hunted and killed vampires. His mother was killed by a vampire, and since that day, he hunted vampires. And he goes on to say that he got these documents that prove all of this, but he can't tell us where he got the documents from or prove really any of it. He refuses to do so. That reminds me of a religion. Yeah. So it's all kind of sketchy. And then they made a movie about it. Right. Um, Also, side note, it's proposed. A theory is proposed in both. I don't know if it's really in the movie, but it's in the book, I think. That Roanoke disappeared because of vampires. I think that is in the movie. But yeah, that's an interesting thread there. Um, but about the movie itself. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln hunts vampires. Like I said, after his mom is killed by vampires, he partners with a daywalker named Henry or Harry, something with an H, mm-hmm. um, who wears sunscreen, which I feel like is way ahead of its time. Yeah, probably. Way ahead of its time. But yeah, Abe Lincoln hunts vampires. He uses a very cool axe that also is like a musket. Um, it might be implied, and correct me if I'm wrong, that the Civil War Civil War, Civil War was uh, fought because of vampires. Hundred percent. They said that the vampires were on the southern side because like they were they feeding could, off their they were feeding off the slaves. Yeah. yeah. Which that alone has a lot of like, yeah. a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Um, um but it's such a ridiculous movie in yeah. my opinion. It is perhaps it's true, but I'm gonna <laughs> say it's not. And I find it ridiculous. Also, the reason why it holds a special place in my heart is that part of the movie was filmed in New Orleans. And one time I was on vacation and we were staying with my mom's friends and they were shooting in the neighborhood. Mm. And I got to go down and go see them shoot a scene. I didn't know that. Um yeah, this is a really cool story. And they were shooting this scene outside of, I think it was Mary Todd's house or Lincoln's house, one of their mm. houses, and in the movie, not in real life. Um, Dang. And he has her stand on the hat, and they have this touching moment and whatnot, and there's a horse-drawn carriage involved. And they had, of course, the horse-drawn carriage there, mm. 
And every time they would have to do a new take, they would yell, reset the horse, which I found hilarious. So that's why it's number one. It holds a special place in my heart. Mm -hmm. It's also really crazy. It also proposes a lot of crazy alternate history for those of you who are a fan of that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, number one. I was in Scotland when they were filming part of Infinity War, the Avengers. Yeah, I didn't see anyone, but I saw a set. That's still pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, my number one holds a very special place in my heart because um, my mom has this tradition where she watches it every Halloween. And then starting the fifth grade, I started watching it with her every Halloween. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, 1999 with Johnny Depp. Ah. Um, I love that movie very much. I love Johnny Depp's performance. Yeah. I love Johnny Depp's performance in it. Um, I'm pretty sure it has uh, Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci. Is that the right name? Is that one of Lionel's kids? We'll cut this part out. Yeah, I'll put a mark here. Um, yeah, it has Christina Ricci in it. Um, she plays the love interest, which is, Ooh. yeah. Um, but I just love that movie, just mostly for the sentimental value, but also I just think it's a good movie. Like yeah. it, it also Holds has up. a lot of big names in it. None that I can remember right now. <laughs> but um, they're there. Yeah. Take my word for it. They're there. Um, like the guy who played Elvis Dumbledore is in it. Um, I don't know who that is. I never watched Harry Potter, really. What? I know. Another controversial take from me on this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. I truly, truly am. So we don't kind know. Kind of sorry. So we don't know what f- official house you are in. Uh, I know for training for work, I was placed in Ravenclaw. I think you're a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor. But I don't know. I know some people that take it very seriously on this campus. Mm -hmm. Um, You guys know who you are. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't want to like shout out anyone that doesn't (laughs) want to be shouted out. So like, you know who you are. Let us know what houses you think we're in. Yeah. I know what house I'm in. Yeah. But just for fun's sake. Yeah. Throw it on the Instagram. Drop a comment. Yeah. You know. Like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. And speaking of Instagram, make sure to follow the Dragons 10 and Radio Free George on Instagram to see further updates about our shows and other shows that we're producing. Yeah, if you're interested in what we do here at the Dragons 10 at Radio Free George, go follow us on Instagram. You can see all the updates there. And that, I think, does it for this episode. Okay, bye! bye. All right, here we go. Room sound in three, two. One.